I mean, there we go. I had to clear my throat. Hey, we got a beautiful Friday morning. I guess it's the 17th. Is that what's going on? I'm not entirely sure what fucking day of the month it is. I do know it's Friday, and the sun is shining, and it's beautiful out. thought it was supposed to rain today. So I managed to... I came across one of those memes with the uh, big black guy with his big black cock. It's the funniest shit that I've ever seen, man. Just that how these meme generators are... Uh, Meme, meme technicians are taking this guy who I guess is a porn star. I think I've seen him before. He's this gigantic kind of burly black guy with a bald head and this freaking gigantic Peter. And they're hiding him in various things. Like they'll, they'll, hey, it'll be like, hey, oh, look at this meal. I can't wait to dig into this. And it's like a steak and asparagus and mashed taters and all that. And inside the steak, you see embedded, kind of like superimposed, but hidden a little bit, is this big black guy with Peter hanging out, or they did one with Jaws, where uh, the main character, the the sheriff or whoever the fuck, he's, uh, he's on the boat and they're in hot pursuit of the friggin' shark. And he's chumming, but he doesn't know shit about seafaring, so the captain's kind of telling him what to do, and he's pitching back under his breath at the captain. And he turns his head when he's got this big chumming ladle, and he's freaking chumming it in, not even paying attention. All of a sudden, the shark comes up while they're talking shit about it, and, you know, scares the shit out of him. Well, instead of the shark, it's the big black guy with his dick hanging out. I'm not, I don't think there's a queer bone in my body, but this is the sort of thing that you got to find some sort of humor, dark humor, no pun intended, but it's good, it's funny, I like to see these friggin' inappropriate memes, I like to see people's sense of humor come out, in these times of uncertainty, as we are calling them, incessantly. So I got a quick idea. I'm going to drop on you in the 10 minutes or so before I pull up to the office for my three patients on a Friday morning. I think we should kill this virus. I think we should go to war with this virus. Public health war. I want to see fucking Donald Trump in pristine, white, clean and pressed with razor sharp crease utility. I'm talking about like a like a a military outfit, fatigues, camis, some sort of white camo or public health camo that we design, and all the powers that be wear this in some shape or form, especially the first line individuals. And before long, I want it could be their masks, right, or their their attire, but I want some like official. We're going to war. Here's your kit. This is everything you need. Two canteens and a first aid kit, sort of shit but extrapolate that to public health. So we go to war because America is good at at waging war. They didn't say we're great at winning wars and, you know, making sure that the wars are politically correct or 
you know, in hindsight, they work out to our benefit, but we're pretty good at it. We got a freaking crazy military machine that I was a part of, so I've got a little bit of perspective here. And we've got a crazy history of waging war. We're still watching World War II movies, like they're coming out in the cinema. I can't name him in the, any of the recent ones, but from Sands of Iwo Jima to Saving Private Ryan, and, and there's probably dozens of military-themed movies that came out <clears throat> over the past decade. It's just it's something that we're proud of, and rightfully so. You know, these are worthy battles that we've waged. These are important efforts and, you know, the the best of these wars, <clears throat> at least some of them, like a World War II, the American people got behind it. And we transformed factories that were making one thing, let's say they're making breakfast cereal, well now they're making fucking rifles, you know. Everybody chipped in, and this is, I'm talking about the Rosie the Riveter Rosie the Riveter mentality. It's symbolic of like, we're behind this effort. Problem with COVID-19 is that we can't see this enemy. And so we're kind of like, we don't know where they're coming from. Sarge, they're coming from, they got us surrounded. But we can't even see them. We know, we sense that there's some evil presence there. But we have nothing to fire at. We have nothing to set our sights on, right? So all of our um, all of our rifles and ammunition and freaking grenades and missiles and all that shit they don't they don't help us right now. We can't wage war. But so what I I'm um, I, I still think that just for our morale, we should wage war on this enemy. We should wage a public health war, like get really, really fucking serious about this. And people's mentality will change because they will feel, they will, they will see that, all right, let's do this. Let's fucking kill this thing. We love to kill things, man. We do. We love to destroy things that pose us a threat. So I think we should do that. How? I don't know. Necessarily, but... It should definitely be a wartime response. I mean, a wartime budget. Look at that crazy freaking defense budget that we've made. Crazy jets and all that stuff. Well, we'll keep most of that because we probably will go to war with a another um, another country. There'll probably be a World War through as three as a result of this um, COVID. Because it's just a catalyst for problems. Oh, well, you know, he said, she said, they, you know, the virus started over there and they're lying about their numbers. We'll probably go to war over this. Not to mention the people that in in third world who are going to be potentially ravaged by this, destroyed by this, and their public health is non-existent. depends heavily upon us, so while we are um, trying to survive ourselves, we don't have time, 
as much time to devote to Doctors Without Borders and shit like that. I mean, people, some people will rush into the into the fray and go to bat for these folks, but for the most part, there's a lot of a lot of um, posts that will remain unmanned because we got bigger fish to fry right now. We're trying to help ourselves. But imagine if we made if we assumed a wartime posture. And seriously, we were talking about Space Force. All right, fuck Space Force for now. Fuck Elon Musk and bringing, you know, inhabiting another planet. This is the planet that we're on. And we've got a good foothold here. We've done a lot of good things. We've done a lot of bad things, too. Made some mistakes, but we're only human, right? Why don't we try to save what we have here? Why don't we try to save the Earth and its people, its populace, its life? Because, I mean, it's, as I've been relating here, and we all see every day in the news, pretty scary shit. I uh, saw yesterday that there was some uh, nursing homes. We all know that the elderly are easy pickings for this shit. There's some nursing homes. They're like 60 people dead or something. They were stacking bodies in a back room, and the people that managed the, the nursing homes seems like they were reluctant to let anyone know. First of all, they're on lockdown because these are high-risk um citizens, and so they're just, you know, no visitors, you can call, you can video chat, but they weren't, and and for the people, the, for the, <clears throat> uh, the residents of these nursing homes that were still healthy, they weren't reaching out to family and saying, oh yeah, everything's fine here, we, uh, or, or they weren't coming clean, rather, and saying, hey, we got a shit. There's a fucking war zone, man. We have people, five, six people dying a day. But this is happening. We're talking North Jersey and in inner city, uh, New York. That you know, this is significant. I mean, we have family. We have a great grandma in a nursing home. My parents are in their seventies. You know, all those baby boomers. Uh, you know, a lot of my patients, they're they're elderly. And so, um, that's scary when you see that. When you see how, how this thing could potentially tear through a community like that, a senior living community, and fucking go after our, vo- our most vulnerable. I mean, could you imagine if, if, if kids were as susceptible? Thankfully, they seem relatively immune. And we're not entirely sure why that is right now. But at least we could say that future generations are going to fare a little bit better in this. Mortality rate exponentially increases as uh, people get into their 60s, 70s, 80s especially. And so, you know, you get people saying, oh, well, it's natural selection and just let it happen. Fucking asshole. I guess great-grandma... Or grandma is not in a fucking nursing home, right? <clears throat> so, and also these people uh, that are that are elderly today, uh, they were around. They were kids. The they might have been in World War II. They might have served in Korea or Vietnam. They're strong individuals that contributed to the fight 
against bad guys, whatever we were labeling the bad guy at that time. Well, now we've got a bad guy that's really worthy of our attention, uh, really worthy of extermination, of eradication, and that is this virus. Now, viruses are not alive. Some people think they're not alive. Others say, well, yeah, they're kinda, they kind of are. They're a little uh, membrane-wrapped piece of uh, RNA, and basically they plug into your cells. They dock to your cells with these spiky proteins, and then the genetic material goes into the cell, and uh, the, they hijack the workings of that cell. They, like, hold the cell hostage and, and make it into a manufacturing plant for uh, more viruses and then the viruses go out and the cell dies and the viruses spread and all that. So that's happening inside our upper respiratory tract, our lungs, and uh, involving this enzyme, which is a protein structure called an ACE enzyme, which are highly concentrated in our respiratory tract. <clears throat> so we can't see this guy. We can't, um, we can't necessarily get eyes on this bad guy at the moment, but I think that we could put it under a microscope and take a snapshot of it, and I say we put it on like a Wild West um, wanted poster, all right, with a cross through it, and with like a slice through it, and, uh, that says, wanted, dead, or alive. I think we should do that. Wanted, dead, or alive posters with the villain on it with all the stippled, unshaven face and the friggin' handlebar mustache and the smirk on his evil face. I think we treat this like a Wild West villain. We just magnify the critter and we put him in our sights and we just launch a campaign against it. And the campaign might not be waged with traditional bullets. It can be waged with public health. So, you know, our masks, our freaking PPE, the medicines, the vaccinations that are hopefully coming. We weaponize this shit, man. And we go after this villain as though we're going to war. I mean... That seems like a great idea to me. I think, and I said it earlier, not, not necessarily in a um, literal sense. Because it's hard, again, it's not like we're looking at Hitler here. But we should disparage this enemy. We should make fun of it. We should, uh, you know, declare that it's not, you know, it's an evil entity. And it's not even, you know, like make fun of it say it's got a tiny dick, you know, make urban legends up about it so that we could transform that fear that we have about COVID-19 and turn it into a kind of, um, just let's get pissed, man. Let's just, let's just get, go medieval on this fucking thing and destroy it and destroy anything that would put us at risk for this critter. I think that that would make us feel good. I think just in terms of human morale, it would be great for us to kind of all band together and be like, all right, we're going to fucking exterminate this thing. Check it out. This is what we're going to do. Let's do it.
And then you just enlist people. Enlist them, you know, some of them should legit get ribbons and badges, should get uh, hazard pay. But I think we should enlist everybody's assistance in order to, I don't care, distribute tests, distribute medicines, uh, distribute PPE, uh, keep people sane and healthy and motivated. And if we need to get militant even more so than we have and do the social distancing, and that's what we do. I think that that, if you give, if you instill in people the notion that they need to fight and give them a means with which to fight, like draw the analogy or, you know, metaphorically, whatever the fucking proper term is, make it so that people understand that we need to get malicious about this. I mean, not that the not that the virus really even doesn't even fucking know we exist. We're just a host for it, right? But we're a good host, and I think it would be great if we could conceptualize what this critter means, what it looks like, what it's, how it does its its dirty deeds, and how we can stop it, and just militarize people. Some of them, no shit, space short, space force, fuck that, close that down for now. Put people in fatigues, put them out there with freaking holsters and shit with Lysol wipes in them and medicines and vaccine needles and all that shit. Create posters of barrel-chested, uh, healthy-looking individuals that are delivering medicines and vaccine campaigns and, and food and PPE and like public health warriors. I think that's a, a good concept. That and it's easy sell because people get warfare. We've watched Rambo. We've watched fucking Missing in Action, uh, Saving Private Ryan. We've seen all that shit. And so now it's time for us to leave the defensive posture, uh, which is important. So we should stay social distancing. But when you, you know, difference between offense and defense, right? Everybody understands that with football. The def strong defense is extremely important. It wins games. So you got to have the defense in place, but you also have to leave friendly lines sometimes and and be willing to go out and, and take some risks and try to score some points. So now we need to start transitioning onto the offense as public health warriors. Came up with a team. Come up with a freaking team name like you know, Team America, you know, um, like the Philadelphia Eagles. These are uh, avatars, icons, and... People love their teams. They love their home team. They want to root for us. And there's some leadership's going to be required. Right now, it's been a freaking scrambled egg of sorts. People trying to make sense of, oh, well, let's try this. No. All right, let's fucking go to war with this thing. We've done the mincing words. We're gathering the intel. We've seen what other nations have done. Let's get fucking serious and make the pain that is involved on the American workforce and the American people lessen it by going from, by reassuring them that we're ready to go off of the defense. Out of, leave friendly lines with fucking ammunition and whatever the fuck that looks like and go to, go to work. On, be on a fucking mission to destroy this critter and take American public health back.
That's what I got. Huh!